It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the midweek edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm your very gracious and humble host, Eric G. want to thank you so much for making me a part of your day. And for the next 20 minutes or so, I just want you to relax, take your mind off everything that, that ails you, whether it's work, whether it's politics, whatever. And let's just talk a little Oklahoma City Thunder basketball and see if we can't recharge your batteries and get you ready for tomorrow night's game with the San Antonio Spurs. And coming up in segment number one, we're going to talk a lot about the Spurs because this is the time to get San Antonio. If you were ever going to face them in the playoffs and catch them down, this is it. Do it now before Greg Popovich gets an opportunity to retool this team in the offseason. Also, speaking of Pop, there's a lot of Oklahoma City Thunder fans that would like to see Billy Donovan be a lot more like him, especially since he admonished his team last night. We'll get into why that really doesn't work for Billy Donovan and why, because of it, he could actually leave Oklahoma City and, and go work someplace else and be just fine. And also, we'll even get into whether or not Billy's message still resonates with the Thunder players. In segment number two, we'll continue with Billy Donovan and he'll tell us what it's like for players to participate in the Final Four. That's coming up this weekend. And if you're thinking about laying some money at mybookie.ag on Loyola of Chicago, listen to Billy Donovan before you do that. He might change your mind or he might make you even more confident to go bet with Loyola of Chicago. I mean, they do have Sister Jean on their side, so that's got to count for something. And in segment number three, the Golden State Warriors are about 10 kinds of ticked off, and they're going to come into the playoffs with an absolute chip on their shoulder and why that is so scary for not just the West, but everybody in the NBA. Also, why it may mean that Steph Curry is not near as important to this team as people think he is. So all that is happening today here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. If you don't know who I am, my name is Eric G. I I think I say that about 50 times during every podcast. I'm a credentialed member of the media. I was at shoot-around today. I'm usually at shoot-around or practice. Actually, it was practice today. I go to just about every home game. I get audio and video, and we post that at LockedOnThunder.com. So if you want to catch up with Russell Westbrook from last night or Billy Donovan today or Steven Adams or Carmelo Anthony, it's all right there at LockedOnThunder.com. I work for another publication called Thunder Digest and do a podcast for them called the G League. And I did radio here in Oklahoma City for about four years or so, hosting a lot of Thunder Post games. And 
I always like to tell you that I do my best to be the liaison between the fans, the coaches, and the players, and try and do my best to communicate their message and your message to them. Not a big numbers guy, and we do this in bite size. It's a quick podcast. We move fast. So with all that said, I want to reach out to sponsors real quick. If you are looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44, then be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's not just Locked On Thunder. We've got the NBA covered. We've got the NFL covered. And now we're getting into Major League Baseball. And do me a favor, check out our good friends at Locked On Yankees. If you're a Yankee fan, or maybe you want to check out Locked On Red Sox, or I guess here it's going to be Locked On Rangers, whoever it is, we're going to do it up right here on the Locked On Network. It's local, it's global, and it's perfect for you because 98% of our listening audience has been, 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44, and they are consumers, not only of this podcast and all our other podcasts, but they will consume your business. Email David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. Find out about our reasonable rates and become a part of this network that I am very proud to be a part of. Segment number one now of the Locked on Thunder podcast. Tomorrow night, it's the Thunder and the Spurs. Greg Popovich not real happy with his team. They've dropped two in a row. They got smacked around by the Washington Wizards last night. LaMarcus Aldridge gets hurt, has a knee contusion. He may not play tomorrow, but but to the point, Greg Popovich had one of his moments where he called out his team after the game. And a lot of Oklahoma City Thunder fans would like to see Billy Donovan do that. And we've discussed this before on this podcast, and I still stand firm that Billy Donovan's demeanor fits not only perfect for the Thunder, but just about every NBA team that there is. Because players now want to be treated professionally. They don't like to be yelled at. You can school them. You can watch film with them. But the last thing they want is a guy who is like Tom Thibodeau or Bobby Knight. I guess Tibbs is a guy that works great for young teams, but eventually his act wears thin. And, And we've said this before too. Billy Donovan can't be that guy. And if you want to know why why I think the players still like Billy Donovan, listen to him now as he talked to, talks about Paul George and his shooting woes. You know, I think so much is just keeping yourself in a good frame of mind. You know, that the next one's going to go in and maintaining a level of confidence and going through your routine and, you know, understanding. You know, I think he has a history with himself in those situations, so he, I think he probably knows how to work through those things. Um, you know, as a coach, you try to talk to him, show him film. You know, he and I watched film together today, um, and you just try to, you know, encourage him. He, 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 he's gotten himself through it. It's not like he doesn't have a body of work to fall back on. He's got a pretty significant body of work. So as long as we're getting good shots and taking good shots and he's taking the right ones, I feel good. like I think it was late in the game. I don't know, it was maybe two minutes to go in the game. He had the ball at the top of the key, and Amino ran under on a screen, and he, you know, was able to step back. He had a pretty clear look from the top of the key, you know, uncontested, just didn't make it. Um, you know, that, that's going to happen. Uh, but I think as long as he's working towards working himself out of it, which I think he is, I think he'll, he'll, he'll eventually come out. I will say that it's fair to say this about Billy Donovan, and that is you have to worry about, is his message still resonating? That is a fair question to ask about any coach when they have been in, with an organization for three years or longer. You have to wonder: Can they still get through the play? Still get through to the players? Is it the same thing, week in, week out, day in, day out, 
Richard Sherman said one of the problems with the Seattle Seahawks is that you've got a guy in Pete Carroll who is perfect for college, but not so much for the NFL because people grow up. And when they grow up and when they've been playing professionally for a long time, they know what they're doing. They're going to have ideas. They're going to want to correct them. And is a coach going to listen to that? Is he going to be a my way or highway guy? Most professional coaches aren't the my way or highway kind of people. They will bend. They will let players do what they need to do or they will keep them in a comfort zone in in order for them to be successful. And I don't see Billy Donovan as a guy that has like, I don't know, same kind of message over and over again with players. He seems pretty matter of fact. You're playing this opponent. You have to go out here and execute this way. I don't see that message being lost now, but I do see at the end of the year that being something that Sam Presti has to evaluate and decide moving forward, especially if Paul George and Carmelo Anthony stick around, and this is going to be a, in air quotes now, a super team. Is he a guy that all three of these dudes will listen to And if not, then the question that you propose is, who will they listen to? And I'm sure Sam Presti's got a list. He knows guys right at the top of it that he can call that will either take the job or at least consider it. Who they are, I don't know. I don't know who that is. I I don't know who can get through to this team any more than Billy Donovan is. But before we start to say, pull the plug on this situation, you got to at least let it go through the playoffs. And speaking of the playoffs... The San Antonio Spurs, if you catch them in the first round of the playoffs, this is the time to get them while they are down. LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, how bad is that knee contusion? Is that going to affect him in the playoffs? Pop seems more irritated than usual. You've already had veterans say that it won't benefit Kawhi Leonard or the Spurs to have him come back at any time and make that much of a difference in the, in this season. And because Kawhi Leonard won't come back, and because he's doing the right thing, in my opinion, which is listening to his body, listening to his doctor, and coming back on his own time, that doesn't play in San Antonio. And the organization and Greg Popovich will not only have a talk with him and his agent, but also other teams around the league to see where Kawhi Leonard might fit in. And by the end of this summer, Kawhi Leonard could find himself in Philadelphia, which seems like the most likely trading partner, or it could be Fix, and heaven help us if it's Los Angeles, and as somebody who wants to see Paul George stay in Oklahoma City, that's the last thing I want, is Kawhi Leonard to to go to the Lakers, or the Lakers to trade for him, and, and they all of a sudden become more attractive. But this is it. And I don't see the Spurs staying down for very long. It's just not the way that they operate and... By the it, by the end of the summer, there will be enough moves made, and Greg Popovich will have the roster that he wants, and he'll figure out how to work it all out, and then the Spurs will be their normal tough out self that everybody has to deal with in the Western Conference. And Thunder get a crack at him tomorrow night, so the Thunder need to take advantage of it as well as they still stay in fourth place in the Western Conference in this playoff race. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your host, Eric G. Coming up in the next segment, if you've ever wondered what it's like to be a player in the Final Four, Billy Donovan is going to tell us next. He's going to tell us what they go through 
And maybe why, if you're thinking about laying a little money on Loyola of Chicago, you tap the brakes on that just a bit. Listen to Billy Donovan before you go out and spend your money on Loyola of Chicago. It's all here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, your team daily. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. If you're a business owner and your target customer base is men between the ages of 18 and 44, then advertise with us here at the Locked on Thunder podcast or the Locked on Network. All you have to do is email David Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com, and David will crank it up for you. He'll tell you about our reasonable rates, and you can then become a member of this great network and reach more people than you could ever imagine via the Locked On Podcast Network because we've got football, we've got basketball, we've got Major League Baseball now, and you can advertise on any of these podcasts and reach out and see instant results. That's the Locked On Podcast Network. Contact David Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com and become a proud sponsor of what is one of the fastest growing podcast networks in the world. Your team, daily, it's the Locked On Network. Segment number two now of the Locked On Thunder podcast. The final four is this weekend. We are in a unique position here in Oklahoma City because Billy Donovan is not only coaching the Thunder and into his, uh, was it third year? Third year, fourth year with the Oklahoma City? Third year with the Oklahoma City Thunder. But he's also a national championship coach, and he's been through the rigors of the Final Four. Here's what Billy Donovan had to say about not only what normal players are going through with the Final Four, but what it's ultimately like for a team like Loyola of Chicago. I think the hard part, you know, for uh, you know a lot of teams, and you, you always struggle with this, is like the perception I think in college basketball is that once you get to a final four regardless of what happens in the final four is gravy and there is unlike anything that these guys ever have had to deal with as it relates to distractions and demands on their time um, is totally different and the whole atmosphere is totally different and in some some circumstances it's the first time they're ever playing in a dome setting so everything is completely new, and you can get swallowed up in it in terms of losing sight and perspective that you're there to play a game. And a lot of times it can become, wow, isn't this great? And you, know, you go to your open practice, and there's twenty or 30,000 people watching an open practice. Like you can get really, really distracted. And you know, I think one of the things that you, know, you, you, you feel like is, um, at least I've felt this way, is that when you get the opportunity to get that far, you want to try to take full advantage of it. Now, Clearly, the, the four teams that are remaining and the teams that uh, you could potentially be playing are all playing great basketball, too. So uh, all that seeding stuff goes out the window because really those are probably the teams that are playing the best basketball you know, at this given time. So I think there's a lot that goes into you know, getting ready for that because you have this week lead up to it, and then it's quick. It's Saturday, Monday, you know, and there's a lot on those guys that they have to deal with. 
give kudos to the kids at Loyola of Chicago because so far, while they've gone through the Cinderella run and the stakes have gotten higher and you've gotten more media attention, they've handled it beautifully. Not only on the court, but off the court as well. And think about this. You're in Chicago, which number one is the Bears. You've got the Bulls and the Blackhawks, the Cubs and the White Sox, and it's a big Notre Dame town, and then there's Northwestern and just the Big Ten in general. I mean, you've got to go pretty far down the pecking order before Loyola basketball comes up. And I'm like, right now, like, I do not watch much college basketball. I couldn't even name one player on their team, but I do know all about Sister Jean. And even if you're at one of the big schools, you don't get near as much attention this week as you do in the Final Four, which, which is one thing I always thought it was very smart of Lon Kruger to do here down the road in Norman, which is open his practice to not only fans, but the media. And have his guys in front of the camera as much as possible so when it came time for them to play in the NCAA tournament and go to the Final Four like they did a couple of years ago, it's not as big of a shock. It's still a big shock, but it's not as big of a shock. And you could tell, especially for those OU players when they went through it a couple of years ago, they were very happy to see familiar faces. Guys that have been asking them questions all year long were there in the locker room or there in Reliance Stadium, and it sort of relaxed them where when it was somebody else, and not that they did bad, there was a tinge of nervousness about it because all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, this is the moment. This is what we've been playing for. You're on the biggest stage in the world. Now how are you going to handle it? Unfortunately, they didn't go out and play well at all, got absolutely brutalized by Villanova, and I think it's it's still the worst loss in Final Four history, but as dealing with the media, they were aces. And hopefully that's the same thing with Loyola, Chicago, Kansas, Nova, who's in it again, and Michigan. Hopefully everyone has it well. And if you're rooting for either any of those teams, I wish them all the best of luck. Like, I, I, I guess I'm rooting for Kansas because they're a Big 12 team, but uh, I'd kind of like to see Michigan win. And if Loyola wins, it's just a great story. Follow-up from something that we talked about yesterday, and real quick, we did not address the fact yesterday that Evan Turner got fined, was it 10 grand? Evan Turner got fined 10 grand for making an obscene gesture during Sunday's game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. We did talk a little bit about the melee, Terrence Ferguson, and how the Thunder players were very happy not to see Terrence Ferguson get punked, but... $10,000 $10,000 for an obscene gesture, and um, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I, I've heard it described several times. You're just going to have to use your imagination. Uh, it wasn't the middle finger, but it was definitely an obscene gesture. He gets fined, and Terrence Ferguson was asked yesterday about whether or not Evan Turner, who offered to pay Terrence Ferguson's fine for the shove, if they talked about it, here's what... Ferg had to say. Uh, he actually came up to me after the game. Uh, he spoke to me. You know, apologized for pushing me uh, and said he was going to be fine. But you know, he's a really good guy, but moving on to that. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your host, Eric G. Coming up next, why Golden State will have a big chip on its shoulder come playoff time. This is Jake from Locked on. 
Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey you, Mr. Business Owner, Mrs. Business Owner. Become a part of the Locked On Network. Become a, lo- a part of the Locked On Thunder podcast. All you have to do is email David Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com, and David will tell you all about our very reasonable rates. If you're looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44 to buy from you because you think you have the perfect product for them, we've got them in bunches. 98% of the people that listen to this podcast are men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. So it's perfect for you. And this is a, a network that I couldn't be prouder to be a part of because not only are we local and we are daily, but we are also on demand. We understand that the game is going on and you don't want to be bothered during the game. So we let you listen whenever you want. And if you want to catch up on episodes, it's very easy to do. All you have to do is go to any one of our Locked On websites. However, I do highly recommend LockedOnThunder.com. That's David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com and become a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Wrapping things up here with the Locked On Thunder podcast for this Wednesday and the Golden State Warriors. Why does it feel like everybody's predicting their demise? We Yesterday we pointed it out. You know, you know this. Everybody knows. Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson still on this team. Zaza Pachulia is still one of the dirtiest players in the NBA. You still have a, a whole lot of talent to deal with. Andre Gudala's coming off. Right, look, you know, you know it. You know the roster by now. The fatal mistake in continuing to predict Golden State's demise is putting a chip on this team's shoulder, especially a guy like Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson, because Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson by themselves don't need Steph Curry to win. That team does not need Steph, as long as they're reasonably healthy. They're a tough matchup for everybody in the West and everybody in the NBA. And I still don't think that Houston can beat them, even if Steph Curry sits out the entire playoffs. And it's just going to get worse the more people talk about how Golden State is not going to succeed. Kevin Durant's going to get mad. and We know what Kevin Durant can do when he goes out to prove a point. He can light you up. And it's just going to, it's going to be bad. A a motivated Golden State team is the scariest thing to think about during the postseason. And I'd like to see him do it without Steph Curry. I really would, because at that point, we know what the conversation's going to be. Is Steph really that necessary? And 
as long as you got Kevin Durant and those other guys that we mentioned, I could be fine without Steph Curry. I, I don't. I don't see this team faltering the way that that I have heard some national talk show hosts talk about. The door might be slightly more open for Houston, and now instead of a six-game series, you get a seven-game series. But ultimately, I'm going to side with the team that's been there and done that. So Golden State still right there at the top of my list. Cleveland, I've been big believers in them, although I'm not making too much of their loss last night to the Miami Heat. They still have LeBron James. Like Toronto coming out of the East, just like the way that that team's playing. Not not on that Boston bandwagon. I don't see Boston. I don't really see Boston coming out of the second round. And Cleveland, yeah, I'll put Cleveland in the Western Conference Finals, but I've got them going against Toronto. And if Toronto's got a home court, I'll take the Raptors this time. I'll be the sucker that doesn't bite on LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. But after last night, again, it's just too early teams do that late in the season especially when they're good and especially when they know they can make a run during the playoffs you'll see them slough off lose not only a game that they shouldn't but look bad doing it then all of a sudden they get recharged as the season comes to an end coming up on tomorrow's show we delve more into the matchup with the San Antonio Spurs and we'll find out then at that time whether whether or not LaMarcus Aldridge will be playing also Carmelo Anthony, what about putting him in in the final minutes? What does Billy Donovan say? He had some interesting things to say after practice today. And if you want to know about that, just go to LockedOnThunder.com and we'll take care of you here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Until then, be safe. Thank you very much for, for, for letting me join you today. And Thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.